0: Welcome to episode 42 of Wing Sauce, the Sean Avery edition, obviously. Um How's it going, Dustin? How's it going, Connor?
1: It is going well. Speaking of Sean Avery, he needs to come on the podcast. I know Tyler and I have both reached out to him. So what's your deal, Sean? You got to pay for a cameo, he said. All right, I'll pay for the fucking cameo, but then you have to come on the podcast. And I'm, and it has to be longer than a cameo. Just put it that way. But, but Connor, <laughs> how you doing, bud?
2: I am good. I am. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to follow that one up, but it's uh, it's I don't know, 75 degrees in November. So, um, right. I've been watching people go golfing I, outside, go for a walk, watch the Lions lose. So everything's the boat. pretty standard. <laughs> the uh, not on the boat, unfortunately.
1: But, I saw a couple of people out on the boat on Lake Erie.
2: There's people kayaking right now. So I mean, that would be nice because I feel like everybody, for the most part, has their boat out if you like live on a lake anyway. Because yeah, it's been, but it's if- been cold.
0: But if you live near, if you live close enough to a lake where you just you keep your your boat, if it wasn't winterized already, you would think mm-hmm. it would be. But if it wasn't winterized already and it's sitting on the trailer, why not just drop it in, for, in. for one more run?
2: I, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there right now. I just haven't looked.
0: My you know, my parents good. my parents were up in Boyne and they said that there are a few boats on Lake Charlevoix this past weekend.
2: Oh, I mean, I would. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. It's, I mean, nothing. I mean, it's, it's gorgeous just, weather. Yeah. Just like going I mean, imagine the, the imagine
1: the leaves right leaves on the water oh yeah. beautiful like, yeah. yeah if it Can't was uh, there
2: if this was the weather in like the spring you know everybody would be waiting in line to go put their boat in right now but every oh yeah, I don't right, know if people right. have had enough or whatever if they want to just hunker down I
0: don't know but, so yeah, the, you know you know it's just my luck i I went out um, with Olivia's cousin and we went mountain biking last Sunday when it was snowing like crazy. Right. So we got all bundled up and he texted me the other day. He goes, too bad. We, it looks like we missed, we missed out on basically a week.
2: (laughs) One week early.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but, uh, I bought a bunch of winter riding gear anyway. So I was kind of looking forward to the riding in the cold. So there you go. Well, I
2: mean, it looks like you'll have another Depending on your schedule, you'll probably have another shot to go out when it's pretty nice. Looking at the weather right now, it doesn't look like it's supposed to get real cold for a little while.
0: Yeah, it'll be 40s and, and whatnot, um, which really isn't too bad. Every, they were calling for El Nino, which I don't know what the hell that means for for us in the Midwest. But um, they were saying that it could either be a really wet winter or a really like bad winter in terms of accumulation. So yeah, uh, I wish
2: different, right? Like the, in terms of weather, El Nino,
0: or El Nino, and El Nino, La La Nina. Sorry. That's what's supposed to happen this year. El Nino is the exact opposite. That's not this year. So I don't really know what it means, but thank uh, you for your weather report, Tyler. You know what? I, I, I feel like anyone could be a meteorologist because it's so funny that they call themselves meteorologists too. Like seriously. Get off your so, hours.
1: Have you ever seen Last Man Standing? Nope. it's, ca- it's kind of like a play on uh home improvement. So Oh uh, that yeah, it's it's
0: Tim it's, Allen. Tim, Tim Allen right? Yeah, Tim Allen's
1: in there. Yeah, Tim Allen's in there, but instead of all boys, it's all girls, but there's this one part um where he's making fun of a meteorologist. Like you get all your weather information from a phone. Not only
0: that, dude, all you have to do in in Michigan, you literally have to like not even looking at your phone, you look out the window and be like Yep, so uh it's gonna be probably anywhere from seventy to eighty degrees today in the summertime, obviously. Uh partly partly cloudy, um, with uh 10%, maybe 20% chance of showers. And no one is ever right. I've never I've never wait, like wait, wait. watched a weather again. Huh?
1: You forgot the part about the snow in the summertime that can randomly just pop up in Michigan.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe maybe in the, 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 in the, no, the correct we- it happened.
1: The correct weather report was 70 degrees with a chance of snow, it could be 20 degrees this, this evening, uh, and then the next day will be 100.
2: Well, I think you could do the, anybody can do the winter one, you know, I think that's the easiest one in Michigan. Over- it's cold. Yeah, overcast skies, 22 degrees, 20% chance of showers, uh, sunsets at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs>
1: That's the worst part, boys. The time's time's drawn back and it's getting dark at five and I hate it. That's know, what sucks
0: I, about it being so warm is you want to go out and enjoy the weather and you can't because the sun goes down at five.
2: Yeah, exactly. Then you just feel tired. I feel like I am ready to go to bed at 7.30 and then I look at the clock and it's 7.30. And uh, I'm like, all right, so I need to do something for at least another two hours before I can think about getting ready for bed to like try to stretch (laughs) it as long as possible.
0: Find a good show to watch.
1: Um,
2: But I I will say for me personally, I don't know that there's a lot of folks that have to go into work right now, but I am working from home. That's the one positive on this uh, among other positives too, but I remember going into the office and you leave when it's dark and you come back when it's dark. So that's the one good part. I can go outside, go for a walk, do whatever. Um, and don't have the commute and don't have like the, just the terrible feeling of walking to your car, starting it up. It's cold. Now leaving work, it's cold and it's dark. And then you're just dealing with that on repeat for like six months straight.
0: Right. (laughs) So
2: I don't have to deal with that, which is nice.
0: There you go. Um, well, I, I, any other
2: weather news, by the way, no <laughs> <dead about it. laughs>
0: I usually will call my dad and find out what the weather's going to be like. Cause you know, with him, uh, he, has,
2: he gets it first.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and he'll, he'll tell me like, Oh, the, the clouds are, uh, stratus and cumulonimbus. And I'm like, I, yeah, I, I don't care about <laughs> that. But, um,
1: those cumulus nimbus clouds are the big, the big puffy ones that make, uh, storms.
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yes, and, and cumulus clouds are just the the white puffy ones.
1: Yep. Stratus, and then the stratus clouds are, are the are the tiny wispy clouds. I thought those were. C-
0: What's the difference between stratus clouds and cirrus clouds? Are they? Oh the same? wait,
1: maybe 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 you're right. Maybe the cirrus are like the, uh, the wispy ones. Anyway. anyway.
0: Anyway, so uh, going away from from the weather, we do have other news. Believe it or not, we actually have some hockey news on a hockey podcast.
2: Yeah, we got some uh, money moving around in the NHL, especially little, with the Red Wings.
0: A little bit of moolah. Our boy Anthony Manta got paid. Uh, he got a four-year deal at uh, five five point seven million a year, which means he's twenty-six now. His year, his uh, contract will expire when he's thirty. Um, which I think is a pretty good ticket for for him to get. uh, And it's a good deal. It's a potential good deal for the Red Wings if he continues to stay healthy. Uh, Last year, he had 43 games played, 38 points. uh, And that was that breaks down to 16 goals, 22 assists. So he has to stay healthy. And I mean, he's been improving every single year, too. And he's still he's still young. So what are your guys thoughts?
2: I mean I feel like this is kind of what we called. I thought that he was gonna get a lot more um, than what some people thought he could get and and I think that he deserves more than Bertuzzi, even though Bertuzzi he's a he's a fan favorite, he gives it his all and he's you know all-star appearance and all these different things. But I just think like I said before, Manta, he those kind of guys, six five, speed, like good hands, nasty shot, can score. Like those guys don't don't grow on trees and um, the upside is there where the downside, I don't think that money that they that he's getting right now, there's tremendous downside. I think it's mostly upside if he can stay healthy.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's a little high. Um, I st- just because I think last year he's making 3.7. I think it was the I think it was uh, three flat, wasn't it? Was it three flat? I, think it was. I mean, needless to say, he, he in the last two seasons, he played in 67% of games, which is not terrible, but I'd like to see him closer to 100 uh, that being said like like uh, branching off connor as long as he doesn't get injured I, I, it is a good signing i just think it's a little little high he's the second high paid person on the team um he's the only one signed through 21 22 season i think if i'm not mistaken
2: if i if does 22 23 had, season if i had to uh, to ask you a question and say um you, you just touched on something saying he's the second highest paid player who do you think sh- should be the second highest paid player um if you don't think it should be mantha out of curiosity, uh, that
1: that that's not what I was saying. I was just making a point that he's okay. the second okay. highest played player. I was gonna say um, the Red
2: are so bad that I feel like just having somebody on there and making. I mean,
1: Mark money. Stahl's tied with them, but I mean, Larkin's the only one that's making more. I'm just I don't glad think it's
0: not uh, Howard anymore.
1: No, for sure, for sure, right? Or 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 like Franz Nielsen or something like that. But um, point being is, I, I, hopefully, he doesn't get injured. Ho- if he pres- proves himself this next year, I'm okay with the signing. Uh, if he gets injured, though, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bite my tongue now. But I, I just hope he doesn't get fucking injured because that's just gonna be a shitty 5.7 million sitting on the sitting so. On the bench.
0: so yeah, I, here, here's here's the thing though, an injury you can't you can't say that like if he gets injured then it's a waste of money, but. I, I think it's but a he's been part- injured
1: but he's mm-hmm. like I said he's been he played been, in sixty seven percent of games though.
0: oh I, I understand that. so if he gets injured, hopefully it's nothing serious, right? so he's he's had some pretty big injuries um early in his career. and let's let's hope that that's not a that's not a continuing trend because up until he started playing pro hockey, that wasn't a thing for him. if If you look at all of his other games played when he played in in the queue in in uh, Grand Rapids. I mean, he played full seasons, so um, yeah. I, I, in in my opinion, the five point seven, I I think is, it's not too high, it's not too low, it's right, kind of in the wheelhouse of yeah. what I, what I was feeling. It's worth well, think
2: about it this, like it does and Dustin, I feel I feel like you're not totally against it, so but you're the only person that is like not completely for it. So I'm just going to ask the question. I I think that he. Could be looking at his numbers like he's trending to be a somewhat consistent. Even he hasn't hit it yet, but consistent thirty goal a season getter. And, and I think that if he's able to get you know anywhere from that twenty eight to thirty five goals a season with I don't know twenty five thirty assists, I think that warrants he, he, that price set, point.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking more seventy points though. Uh, well, if you you're, put that, some that,
0: around him, and I have no problem with that,
1: Dustin.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think that right now he's doing it essentially by himself, like every other Red Wing that's doing anything. It's just a team of of misfits that aren't that great.
1: I mean, like we've talked about, there's one line, right? Yeah. There's literally one line, and then after that is kind of, it is what it is.
2: Yeah, I mean, look at if he uh, if they had a full season, he was doing well. Um, you know, before when uh, at 2019 2020, so this past year. Uh, like 43 games played, I think Tyler, you just mentioned this. 16 goals, 22 assists. I mean, if you multiply that by double, you're you're at right at you're over you're over 70. You're like 75.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if if you uh, if if there's any player, I guess you'd want to compare him to, he's um, I guess you could say he's a little bit like Corey Perry, but just faster. I think that he's. More physical than than Corey Perry. He's got great hands. He's a great net front presence. Um, And I'm not talking about Corey Perry now. I'm talking about Corey Perry when in his prime, like 07 08 Ducks when they were really killing it. Mm -hmm. But um, so I think that the 5.7 is I I think that it's it's a good deal and. Dustin, I completely get where you're coming from with the injuries and, and everything like that. Sometimes you have to take the thing is, if if Stevie Y did not want to pay him five point seven million, or if he wasn't going to lock him down with a deal for, for these four years, another team would have gladly done it for more. They would they would definitely love to have a guy like Mantha on their team. So, um, I, I think that it's I think that it's a great deal for us five point seven for four years. I mean, only time will tell, right? He he does have to he does have to prove it. I mean, right now, based off of his play and, and everything he's shown us, um, if he keeps progressing and staying healthy, those are the only asterisks, I guess. Well, yeah, and but it's a great deal I, again.
1: Yeah, again, that's that's with anything, right? If if everyone stays healthy and scores a bunch of goals, it's a great deal. That I, I get it. All I'm saying is though he's been he's he's injury prone. So if he yeah. doesn't have that issue next season, it's fine. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's it, only the so injury. What what what's yeah, your, the, the, what, your biggest plan, thing. what was your plan B though? Well, I mean, sign him sign him for a little less at a little less of a term. You think he would wrong for that? if he not then what the Eisenman's whole thing is Tyler, if you're not willing to take a little bit less and do what he is, get the fuck out of here. That's his whole thing. He's not interested but Man- in saying. Mantha
0: has a higher ceiling. He, you can't compare. Sure,
1: you can't do you want to him? And, I'm not. And Bertuzzi, I didn't like, compare him to Bertuzzi. I'm, I didn't I'm, compare him though. I, I My didn't point is, is, though, I'm just to pay somebody $7 dollars a year because you like him, and then three years from now they haven't scored. That's just like a kick in the ass. Uh, that's he fine. The, he's that's he fine. had the
0: highest points per points per game percentage this year. So, I, I mean, you can't say that he hasn't proved it. He definitely, he's definitely a good yes, player. He's not getting Tyler. $7 million a year. He's getting five point seven for four years. I know. You're missing good. my
1: point, though. Connor got it. All I'm saying, though, is if he gets injured and he consistently is injured for the next four years, it's a worthless deal is what I'm saying. He has to stay healthy to make that five point seven worthwhile.
2: Yeah, and I, think the, and I think the haters will, will bring up to say, you know, it's, it's almost like signing somebody to a long-term deal that has uh, concussion issues, right? Like, it sucks because, like, the person you hate to see that But at the other side, the GM knows a concussion issue, so uh, if something doesn't work out, fans are going to go to the GM and say, you knew he had issues, why are you signing him? So if Manta doesn't doesn't play out, they're going to do exactly like what Dustin, I'm assuming, you would do to say, you knew he had injury issues, why would you sign him to 5.7 for (laughs) four years?
1: And that's my point. That's the, that's it. Again, I hope I, I hope it literally bites me in the ass, and he plays literally eighty two games a season for the next four years. Right? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. I'm saying is, if he doesn't, it's it's a it's not a good signing. That, yeah. For me personally, that's
0: and it. I, and I think, I, I think it's, it's I a little too early to call that. I I do get what you're saying, Dustin. Believe me, I do. But when when you think about like Robbie Fabry was a he was a liability to sign him based off of his history with injuries. Correct. So when when he came to the Wings. Everyone was like, oh, man, I don't really know if that's a good signing because, you know, the Blues didn't want him. You know, he he had a history with injuries and whatnot. And look what he did for us this year. So sometimes you have to you have to, you know, bet on certain players. And if you're going to be throwing chips at anybody, I I I would put some at Mantha.
2: Yeah, and, and that's that's where I'm going to end the my conversation of it. Like, I totally see uh, Dustin, like how it, that side of you know a fan's perspective plays out. Like the injury, that's scary. But I think that it, there's got to be a team out there, and you have to put money somewhere. He's about the him along with Larkin is about the only those are the only people that I would do that to. And I still think that how you said, like he, he you know, try to get him for a little bit less. I think that he probably, and I said it a few episodes ago, I bet Mantha was asking for quite a bit more. And I bet that they settled in an area where he was like, I feel comfortable here. Iserman said, you know, I feel comfortable here. And both sides were happy and unhappy from probably where they started. If I was a, you know, flying the, on the wall in those negotiations.
1: I'd agree.
0: Yep. And and I mean, right now is the perfect time to do a four-year deal. It The, the thing I like about it is, is, you know, obviously the five point seven, like I said, it's in the wheelhouse. I like the term, the four years. Yeah. You're you're not locking him into uh, like a seven eight year deal. That would be that would be something that I um, that I wouldn't be so much on board with. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and Tyler to play on that too is that I think it's a it's a long term play. Like you have a guy out there that signed in for five point seven that has has you know a very high ceiling, and he also like this is a time so four years is a time that they could have a uh, a lot of draft picks come up and start playing really well that will start needing money and you're right now you're going to have a team that's not very good and the team is hopefully going to be good in a few years and you don't need to re-sign mantha if it doesn't play out and you're going to have a bunch of money to spend on these other players hopefully draft picks that are needing to sign their first contract yeah so it's like just in time for hopefully that rebuild to to turn into that, uh, you know, I won't call it a contender, but those playoff runs that you start really building a franchise again.
0: I I believe Mantha could be a dangerous player. I mean, if you look at the, uh, what was it? The, the world, the world championships with Canada, uh, you know, of course, everyone's going to say, well, he's playing with all stars. Okay. Whatever. Well, look uh, what
2: he did. Put some guys around him and then 14, it's a steal, so 14
0: points, 14 points in nine games, seven goals, seven assists. I mean, um, although a small sample size, uh, you can tell that, you know, he's, he's improving. And right now at 26 years old from, from 26 to to 30, or, you know, even before that, mm-hmm. I, I would say that you're probably in your prime when you're 30, you're, you're towards the end of it. Correct. But, um,
2: yeah. well, look at like, so, so I'm hoping it, like if the deal plays out perfectly, the team is is like I said, you're rounding in, you have like these top three lines that are very good. He's playing with hopefully some guys that are, you know, going to all-star games, having breakout seasons. And like, that is his ceiling. It, and then his last year in contract, it makes that 5.7 look like he should be getting, you know, seven point five eight million $8 million. And that, like, yeah, that's the long shot there. But then you don't sign him at eight on the back end of his, his career. And then it works out perfectly. It's like perfect for building. You have the guys around him. Now you don't have to pay him again.
0: Right. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to see what happens. And, and obviously Dustin, you're, you know, if, if you, I mean, I, I hope you're, I hope you're wrong too, because I know that the last two seasons have not been great for his, for his attendance record. Right. So um, if he stays healthy, and luckily, we'll get to this a little bit later. But it looks like it could be forty forty eight to fifty six games, right? Right in that range for for the season next next year. But um, I think he's got a lot to prove, and um,
2: yeah, I think it a lot of, a lot to on the bone for him. You know, it's like enough for him to to feel good, and then but not enough where he's like, oh, well, I can sit back and relax because four years really isn't that long, and you're going to want to play well for all four years if you want to sign another big ticket.
0: Yeah, if you if you want some more.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely. So I think we, we pretty much beat up the uh the Mantha topic to uh yep.
2: congrats, Mantha. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um Christopher N, this this will be real short just because I mean it, it, it technically Richard counts N. as Red Wings <laughs> news, but uh yeah, j- just to remind everybody, Christopher N did play with the Red Wings last year and uh, he will not be returning next season uh, as he did not re-signed with the red wings he signed with Frölunda, the uh of the swedish elite league or swedish hockey league yep. whatever it is so
1: the swedish um, elite league which should be the same team that uh lucas raymond plays for as well as uh theodore niederbach i think
0: yeah well i, I we'll think go. that there's different age groups i think that Lucas Raymond is on that team, but I think uh, Niederbach might be on a different one, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Is he on the, is he on the younger team? Might 20? I think might be. So needless to say. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, So yeah, that that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. I mean, I, I, you know, when I saw that as a, as a Detroit sports headline, it didn't move me either way, you know, he didn't make that much of a difference. Um, he wasn't great. He wasn't terrible. He was just, like I said, I, I almost, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody listening didn't realize that Christopher N played last year. What what number was he? Number 70. You probably didn't see him a lot. Uh, but anyway.
2: Oh, I thought that was Larkin sometimes when he was skating the wrong direction. And it was like, <laughs> There's a seven. Oh, yeah, no, 70.
0: Seven zero. <laughs> yep. But uh, so, yeah, that's, that's all we'll say about uh, Christopher N. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, Iserman was interviewed on his thoughts about when training camp will start because we all know that um, that non-playoff teams will get to start a little bit sooner. Um, but Iserman thinks that training camp won't be two weeks long. He thinks that realistically it'll be one week. But um, – I don't know if you guys saw anything about that, but do you think that that's going to play anything into effect?
2: Hopefully not. If if professionals are being professional and doing what they need to do in the off season, it's <laughs> kind of my thought on it.
1: Yeah, I'm I, I agree with Connor. The training camp is literally for the the cusp players to kind of make a make a. I mean, make they, a, it, that's what I'm looking for. Make a case for themselves, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's like, pretty much it.
2: You know, you need to fill out that third and fourth line, or even like the. The guys that are uh, the healthy is there, and and even the guys that are trying to the cement a spot uh, in the AHL, you know, like get sent down. And um, I, I don't think that for overall like record wise, it's going to really do much. Um, you know, you might see, and I'm saying this just to like stir up conversation between you two, you might see some sloppy play in the beginning, but uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that'll be a bi- it'll be a big deal. It's more of a bummer for the guys that want to earn a spot at the top and um or in a spot in the NHL put it that way you know guys maybe playing in the ECHL that are going to the first training camp and uh trying to maybe make the AHL with a good camp and
0: well let's let's say if it is 7 days then <laughs> that's that's a, a a tough 7 days where every it, every day counts that much more
2: oh yeah no oh, yeah. Off days. yeah you can't you can't have a bad you can't have a bad day
1: no Nope, nope, not at all. Zero on that, error. though. Uh, I was reading an article that said three players that might make the NHL roster next year: Rasmussen, Giovanni Smith, and Cider.
0: Mm. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, Rasmussen. Do you guys think that they jumped the gun a little bit when, uh, like, the year after we drafted him, we we um, we decided so, to throw him right in,
1: and everyone? I think was, we've talked about that. Yeah. So my comment on that is the reason we threw him in is we didn't have anybody else really. Injuries? We had no other yeah, I, I injuries. Honestly We're, don't it remember. was such a bad injury. It was it was it was, it was a super injury ridden season. I don't think we had anybody else. It was close to the end of the season like, oh, what could this what harm could this do? The problem is he played that that season in the NHL. Next year he started in the AHL and I think that just diminished his his confidence well, for no, that first part of the season.
0: Well, didn't didn't he start off with the wings, and then because he was not doing well, they sent him down. Maybe that's what it was. That I think that's how I remember it. I don't have anything in front of me, but that's how I remembered it. And um, because I think there were there may have been a, an injury put in there too, but um, I think that they kind of rushed that. And I, f- I know that Rasmussen's a good, you know, he's a skilled player. He's got a lot of potential. He's roughly same size as Bantha. I think he's what six six four.
1: Um,
0: Oh, is he? Wow. So he's a, so he's a big boy too. But, um, I mean, he's obviously another person to keep, keep your eye on. Maybe not as much as Mantha. He's not going to get a ticket like 5.7 right away, but, um, he's got a few years as well to, to prove himself, but yeah, another big guy in front of the net. I like it.
1: Well, I'm excited to see Giovanni Smith up in, in the winged wheel. Agreed. I we need somebody like him that's uh, grindy, you know, gets in there, gets in a players' skins, not afraid to be in their net, push people away. Right. That's exactly what we need.
2: When in I, Dustin- Mo, though. I mean, I think a lot of like hockey fans, I know you guys and, and myself, we've seen highlights entire you. I don't know. Did you guys both go to uh, the AHL games, the Griffins? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you guys were watching him. Like I just think that as hockey fans, I typically just watch the Red Wings. I mean, they're probably really excited to watch him for the – Pretty much the first time, you know.
0: Connor, you know what's so funny, and, and Dustin, Dustin can attest to this, and because we were both talking about it as it was happening. When when Giovanni Smith is out there, he has so much more space than anybody else because they don't want to touch him.
2: <laughs> oh really? Because,
0: <laughs> They're like, yeah, because they
1: know they'll get their ass beat. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do, you so, that's like, and, do you think seriously? Do you think that's going to hurt him in the NHL?
1: No, I, I don't know. In the Here, AHL, though, is for sure. But in the NHL, if anything, I think it's going to be uh, a good tool because he's 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 so used to getting that space that he's going to want that space. So he's not going to allow someone to be up in his up in his face like that. Well, I'm well, just no, saying.
2: Do you think he's going to have a choice? Well, oh, yeah,
1: Connor, I
0: think that Dustin and I may have even talked about, about it when when it was just us two running the the podcast, like at the beginning. Yeah. So. Um, I think Giovanni Smith has done such a good job of instead of going from a grinder and just mucking it up in the corners and, and just playing strictly physical, he's really switched up his game to focus more on the skilled ass- um, aspect of everything. Um, where you see him on secondary assists, first assists, and you know he's he's not the he's not the most skilled guy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but. He's a damn hard worker, and uh, it's not easy to ch- to transition from being a physical guy to focus more on skill. And I think he's done a great job with that. And you could already see it from the brief time that he's been pulled up with the Red Wings.
1: He does have a goal uh, in the NHL, right? Yeah.
0: Well, no, I'm, I think I'm just saying. I I just think when you look at players like that it's not an easy transition. It usually takes a couple, maybe a full season for it to happen. And um, they kind of knew what was, what was to be expected out of him. And he delivered on that. And again, he's another one that has to keep improving to uh, consistently make the, the roster.
2: Yeah. No, I think all those guys though, I mean, going back to your original question, I'm, I, I think those will, uh all three of them. I, I would be very excited to watch them play if that turned out, you know, that's, that's three guys that could be taking the spot of, of three uh, players that either was already on the Red Wings or would be on the Red Wings that maybe would just be another filler guy. All those, all those three players that you mentioned, they bring something to the table that I don't think that the Red Wings have right now, um, and I think it's starting to. We should, or I guess Iserman should, you know, look to make some of those moves in the AHL and say, hey, these guys are ready now. Let's start to really form this NHL team into what it should be in three, four, five years, because it it starts now with some of those guys. You can't keep them down there forever.
0: Yep. Yep. I I definitely agree with that. Um, Now have you guys seen, uh, there's so many different numbers out there right now for next season. And I, I know that we're looking possibly January, maybe even February for a start. But good news is playoffs are likely to go back to the normal 16-team game or sixteen uh, team tournament. Mm-hmm. But as far as the actual season, I'm seeing numbers like 48, 65, 56. I mean, and we're not going to know for a while, right? Because they still have to figure out the international travel. They have to figure out the divisions. Nothing's been confirmed.
2: I thought they were trying to, I mean, maybe I'm just way far behind. I didn't see this article, Tyler, so you have to correct me if I'm wrong. I thought they it was, like, a lot earlier than that January, February time. I thought they were trying to, like, end of December, we should be really getting an understanding that's, of where we're at. That's uh, what they were like
0: originally. Yeah, yeah, no. So you're you're right in the fact that they were originally thinking about that, mm-hmm. but um, because they wanted to give enough time for training camp and everything, plus they still have a lot of – they had a lot of loose ends to, to be yeah, a lot of like like
2: logistical issues mm-hmm. to, to figure right. out. Right. Yeah.
0: So because of that, they, they came out and said it's definitely going to be around January. And now, uh, man, I, I can't remember the, the GM of, um, of Vegas's name, but he thinks that it's going to be even February. So we'll see. Um, I honestly just just give me just just give me hockey. I don't I don't care if it's 48 games, 56 games, 65 games. Just give me hockey.
2: Give me hockey and give me over 40 games. Give me like a half season at least so we can get a get an idea of who the uh the top teams are and for some of the teams that that go on those sprints in the beginning of the year that kind of trail off like hey, this could be the year that you do it. Um, and and show show everybody what you got because 80 games 82 games that's a that is a long long season
0: and I feel like 82 games I I've been saying it now for for a while I just I feel like it's too long it's almost like you know the MLB season why do you need 162 games it's ridiculous no no one like you you uh throw the first pitch at one o'clock on a Wednesday who's going to that
2: those that is unreal to think there's that many games, like side conversation, <laughs> that many games in MLB. Is oh, it having, like, and then looking at their uh, like if you just take a given month in the middle of the summer and look at like the Tiger, like Tigers, let's just look at their schedule, they have like two off days. <laughs> like, what are you? That is insane. There should not be that many games in any sport.
1: Yeah. They, need to, they no, need to move that down. <laughs> it, it's pointless because at some point in time no one's watching.
2: I want actually it'd be a good exercise to feel like or to look at how like how much movement there is for the last last 60 games. Like if they started the of uh, the playoffs at 100 games versus 160, like how much
0: Yeah, like what's is there what's the, the metric? Yeah, you know, like, like yeah. At a certain
2: point you know who the top teams are. You're just waiting for injuries to change it.
0: All I know is that. Uh and I, I'm this is a little biased because you know obviously I'm a NHL slappy, but mm-hmm.
1: um What? No way. The,
0: <laughs> um but yeah, I mean there's more parody in the NHL than any other sport. For sure. And I I I, I want somebody to, to try to change my mind on that. I think that
2: so, a lot of people agree unless Dustin, you guys I'm, I'm
1: uh Gary V actually there's like a little snippet of him saying that hockey's dead. Gary V. Yeah, <laughs> no, kind of like pretty much saying that like no one watches hockey. Uh, it's Crouching. pretty much
0: Gary V. May not watch hockey.
1: No, he said he liked hockey, but he's like, yeah, no one watches hockey. They're not doing anything for the fans. Blah 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 And my buddy sent it to me, one of our listeners. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so because every Stanley Cup playoff is sold out.
0: I feel like Gary V. Is a smart guy. He's a business guy. I feel like if he actually looked at the data. It might change his mind.
1: They, they've uh-huh. been
0: increasing every single year. I don't know where he's getting that info from.
1: It, honestly, though, back in 2007, 8, 9, 10, around that time, it was getting less and less. To be fair, though,
2: so that was with if you look at that and look at their contracts, like TV and advertising wise, that's all when a lot of things were changing from like that time to where it is now. Yeah, I think I think that from like a branding perspective, the NHL is in a way better position than two thousand ten. You know, oh, if you look at by it by far. So, I mean, and, and credit to, to Gary Bettman on that.
0: I know, and it pains me to say it because I can't stand him. Exactly you're right. But,
2: but if you look at like Rob Manfred, the Major League uh, Baseball Commissioner, you're like, wow, I got pretty lucky here because that guy. Oh my is god, an idiot!
1: Dude. <laughs> Everyone was roasting him. Did you see? Yes. Was I was watching out. something. On, I was watching something on Barstool. Yeah, and he pretty much had like lore. the golden, yeah, the golden <laughs> glove on the day of election. It's like, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing, bro? I know he's
2: an idiot. <laughs> and then they would do all these things, uh, like. During the quarantine, with no, there was like no sports on at all, and they would have some award for you because baseball has a million different awards, but they would do it in like the middle of the Bachelorette, or they would do it in like some other, like maybe like the only sporting event going on, and they would randomly have it on. It's just he's just an idiot. I don't know. So I mean, going back to Gary Bettman, I guess you're not the worst, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: They do need to get rid of those uh, lottery balls, though. I think they're rigged. Just yeah, FYI. for sure.
2: Yeah, that, that's got to do weighted. it.
1: They're weighted. They are weighted. We saw it. Everyone saw that. Let's not bring up that conspiracy again, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, got anything else?
0: Um, well, the last thing, and I don't want to end on a on a sad note, but we found out, obviously, some, some sad news today. We we're recording on a Sunday. Found out that uh, the legend from Jeopardy!, Alex Trebek has passed away this morning. Um, and he was, uh, he was a huge hockey fan. He's, he was from, um, Canada. Yeah. He was from, from Canada. And, um, I, uh, man, I just like,
1: what are, he did do the, uh, the draft do? pick for, for the Habs.
0: Yep. Or the
1: Senators. Senators, senators excuse me. Yeah.
0: But he's, senators. Th- there are a few pictures on, online of him, um, him like either at Sens games or he's he's sitting on, on a couch in this picture I'm looking at right now with the Habs jersey on. Uh I mean he was a he was a a big fan. So Yeah
1: Jeopardy's never gonna be the same. I, I'm curious to see who they're gonna replace him with because growing up I'm I'm so used to that voice, right? It's kind of like what we talked about like Doc Emmerich so yeah. used to that yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah his voice his cadence uh, it, like kind of everything the way he controlled the show yeah it's yep. uh, sad but it'll be interesting interesting to see how that goes he seems like one of those guys that you never ever hear a bad word, you know. There's always the celebrities where there's a scandal, there's something where 99% of the people love him and then 1% don't. I feel like 100% of the people love this guy. He's kind of like Steve oh. Carell. You know? if, if you
0: know, oh, yeah. uh, Steve Carell, maybe not everyone loves him. Yeah, no, Carell,
2: really?
1: What would he do? Jesus, yeah. no, no, no. He, he,
0: didn't, he didn't do anything. I I like him, I don't dislike him, but I feel like he's, he's kind of one of those guys where if you're cringy if you ask people who watch the office it's either they loved it or they hated it because of steve carell
2: but i feel like that is a a, a person in a show i thought like as a person steve carell was just like universally liked and i could be that, wrong
0: that's what kind of made him and i mean i i don't i don't dislike him and i don't i don't love him but i mean i don't know. i just
2: see him i'm like yeah, there's steve carell there's no, and then you see random people they say a normal thing about somebody else and you hit get this backlash so i, I guess the backlash is where i'm judging the character of, of celebrity for sure if you don't get any then you're a good person Alex, okay dad, real quick dad, praise everywhere he
1: went uh, this is totally off topic but now we're talking about celebrities and nicole's been watching this freaking documentary on scientology oh and man that's a that's some crazy stuff
2: what is it done? like where?
1: scientology the church just talking about like
2: no, no, no. like uh
1: netflix Amazon oh netflix okay. yeah netflix it's called i think it's called scientology oh, but cool. they have this thing called the c organization and these people signed like a billion or million year contract or something whoa yeah i'm not even exa- like dude the craziest thing for everyone listening check out this documentary on netflix called scientology i think it's like two or three seasons every time we think there's no, not another episode another one pops up so it's hmm.
2: um i'll go watch it yeah it's
1: the it's the actress from king and queens uh she's she's the one that does it
2: okay uh what, what is her name i would not get the name i know i can picture her
1: though so i know who you're talking uh leah still leah remini, still know. Leah remini? Mm.
0: yep no I, I i don't know the name but i definitely know the face uh, yeah
2: yep did you guys yeah. speaking of shows did you guys watch the queen's gambit
1: no what is, what, that? what
2: is that you haven't well, oh my gosh never mind it's not even worth talking
1: about
2: well eh, <laughs> about, it's pretty good <laughs> it's one of those shows where every every single person has recommended it it's like rotten tomatoes it's 100 percent. and i was like eh, i don't know because sometimes you get those and they're just like the worst thing ever um and i i turned it on i wasn't you know those times you're going on netflix you're like i just want to watch something i don't know what it is no agenda right now uh, and usually it ends up with like parks and rec or the office or whatever um, but I clicked on this cause I got so much, like everybody was recommending it, clicked on it, turned it off within like the first one minute, because the first word I think was like mademoiselle or madame or something like that. And I was like, I just am not in the mood for an old show like that. You really have to pay attention for. Um, the next day I did the same exact thing and I was like, I'm, I'm going to force myself to watch at least the first episode. I, if I don't like it, I'll turn it off. I watched like the entire series in two days.
1: All, all seven episodes I'm looking at right now.
2: It is super good. It's like a child prodigy. In the chess, chess player. Yeah. And I was like, this cannot be that good. And she's <laughs> struggling, struggling
1: with like, emotional issues and drug and alcohol dependency.
2: Yeah. It's like an orphan that, it, I don't know, it's super good. I, if, you, if you guys are, it, it's like a, a drama type, but it's cool because it has a, a United States versus Russia type vibe to it. Um, okay. And it's kind of okay. like, it's like sports, but chess and she's super good and and you learn like i just thought chess was you play the pieces and like you, you try to you try to win and there's like plays and stuff that you can oh yeah do which i didn't, I didn't know so it was interesting if you're oh yeah there's some skill behind chess yeah if you're looking for something to do give it a shot if not then don't blame me
1: wait a minute. Yeah, or or hold on shameless plug for our website you can always check out our website www.wingsaucepod.com I thought you
2: were gonna one of, check
1: out one of, <laughs> no check out one of the blogs or just listen to our podcast but what you got color
0: so uh I don't know if you guys saw this but did you see George LaRoque called out Mike Tyson for a fight I did see that do you I think did. it'll actually happen
2: probably not but man I I would I would I would pay to watch it I think he would get worked by Mike Tyson still
0: yeah, I, the the only I weird thing punches. is look, George Laroque actually grew up as a boxer, so yeah. I, not not to say that that's going to give him any credibility. But George Laroque is six six four, and Tyson's five ten. It given given the training, I don't know. It it I don't think he's going to win. It, it might be a little interesting.
2: I think that it would be interesting to watch just because Laroque can eat punches like no one else. But in, in terms of in terms of skill and what like a normal box, you know, there's a difference between training for boxing, being really good at it, and you know, even like an amateur, like professional versus a world champion, Mike Tyson. No matter the age, like I'm, I'm looking at his training videos. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I would not even get within ten feet of that guy. I, I think that he yeah, would he'll bite your work. ear. I, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get got an animal. Uh, no, I think that he would get. I think that he would get probably worked. Um, just from, like, the skill level alone. I agree. Maybe not even – and until he gets close enough and then, like, Tyson came with, like, an uppercut. You know, just kind of, like, do the whole – uh, no. I don't know. I think Larocque like, right would here.
0: punch that eye tattoo right off of him.
2: I think that uh, – you think that uh, – you think that Lerock would have – no, he, I, I don't. The-
0: I, I, I wanted to try to get you going there for a second. Well, I'm
2: just thinking, like, think about the, the punches that at Mike Tyson's eaten. And do you think The Rock would be in the top 10 of the hardest punches that he's ever gotten?
0: Yeah, think about the ears he's eaten, too. Well, I think
2: you're just proving my point. The guy's an absolute maniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: He'll just destroy sister, you.
2: So I won't, I won't you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's Yeah, I think that uh, he would get worked. Boxing is yeah. crazy. Look at McGregor going against Mayweather.
0: That was that was underrated, Awful. though. That was so interesting to watch.
2: It was underrated. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, uh, you say interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was interesting, but like not very funny. I'd say underwhelming. Watch. Yeah, underwhelming.
1: Oh. I, I didn't think so. I Because Conor McGregor's talking, I'm going to beat your ass, this, that, and the other, and Mayweather. I mean, all he did is his thing, right? He just sat there and dodged him the whole entire time yeah, and then like punched just, him in the face a couple times.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like I'm thinking the skill level of boxers if they – you know, they do this for a living.
1: I thought are yeah, was fair, though, entertaining Mc- to watch. Well, yeah, but if if they would have actually like fought like Meriwether usually does, I think Conor McGregor probably would have fucking destroyed him. Yeah,
2: and he didn't out of like just being a, a, you know, the tactical. Uh, smart, players, yeah,
1: a so. smarter boxer, right? Yeah. I'm not going st- I'm, I'm to stand right there and let you punch me in the face five times. Yeah, it's like, I'm you're good.
2: better at that. I'm going to be better at this, and we'll just see who's better at their perfected craft.
1: Yep, and Meriwether obviously is a better boxer
2: yeah Jeez. but anyway that was a good that was a good topic to bring up tyler i we've did hear that i just forgot to bring that up
0: we've been all over the board today but
1: uh, i love it yeah hey yeah. we we do have two exciting interviews this week yes yes so i'm not sure who's first or who's second so tuned, i'm not naming though. either
2: yeah i was gonna say stay, stay tuned
0: and maybe yeah. sean avery if he if we pay for a cameo
2: right
1: no <laughs> doubt yeah, the bike so anything, do have anything else, else for no, I think uh, let's get the puck out of here, and we'll see you boys next week. Peace. Yes, sir.